We've now graduated from Matthew 2 to Matthew 3. The title of today's message is a familiar four-word command, Prepare ye the way. This, of course, comes from the King James Version of the Bible, and its command particularly focused on a New Testament figure known as John the Baptist. There's so much to be said about John the Baptist, but first I want to break down the first couple of verses inside of Matthew chapter 3. So first off, we need to clarify the setting. We are told that John was preaching in the wilderness of Judea. So what was Judea? Well, it was part of Israel before it became a divided kingdom. First, uh, Israel became divided into the northern kingdom of Israel and Judah, and then uh, eventually it turned into where Israel itself was divided into Galilee, Samaria, and then the southernmost most, most kingdom was, uh, was Judea, as we would say. And the significance of this was that the Jews would have referred to that region as Judah, as you heard me just say a second ago. And John was born in Judah. If you can remember back in our series, Jesus was also born in Judah. Jesus' family, though, had to flee to Egypt because King Herod wanted to kill him. And then eventually, his family brought him back to the land of Galilee, where they settled in Nazareth. And this was a fulfillment of prophecy that the Messiah would be called a Nazarene. So John preached in Judea because the Messiah, which was his cousin, was going to be a member of the tribe of Judah, as well as a descendant of King David. Jesus had to travel back to Judea to witness the ministry of John the Baptist uh, as he practiced baptisms publicly. John's message is pretty much the same as ours, as well as that of Jesus. Repent, for the kingdom of heaven has come near. Or as we like to put it, repent, for the kingdom of heaven is at hand. This was a declaration that the king had arrived the one that they were all waiting for, the Messiah. The kingdom of God had arrived with Jesus. The message of John the Baptist was important. He was calling people to repentance. Repentance is not merely confessing one's sins. It means to turn around and to turn away from sin. John proclaimed to turn around and turn away from sin. Now, this is not permission to leave one sinful, one sinful lifestyle for another sinful lifestyle. It does not mean that it is okay to sin because, after all, Jesus took care of all of that. This does not mean to continue walking down the same road that you have been taking all the years of your life. Repent means to turn around and to turn away from. Also notice that John did not say, to sing songs of joy, God's kingdom is, is at hand. He didn't say, feel good about yourselves, God's kingdom is at hand. He didn't even say, feel the overwhelming love of God's power, uh, of the power of God's love, his kingdom is at hand. He said, repent, God's kingdom is at hand. Why repent? He said, repent, because we are bad. We fall short of God's ways. No one is good and all need to repent. We just don't realize it all the time. I remember that when I was back loading trailers, I felt like I was working really hard. I was packing trailers high and tight, as we like to put it, 
But we had a system set up of red lights that if your line got backed up, a red light started flashing to let you know that your line was backed up and in danger of shutting down the building, essentially. And I thought that I was working as hard and as fast as I possibly could until one day, one of the people who was overseeing my work came up to me and said, I needed to work faster. And I was so insulted. I thought to myself, how insulting is this? I am working my tail off here. And now this person comes up and tells me I need to work harder. Well, I'll show them. I'll work so hard and so fast that they won't be able to believe it. <laughs> you know what? I did work harder and I did work faster and I did put out all of my lights. But had that person not said anything, I would never have known that I could work faster. Sometimes we need people to point things out to us. John spoke up to everyone. And not everyone was grateful for his message. I want to, make, I want to take a moment to review John's message and purpose in its entirety by examining the four Gospels real quick. So let's start with John's Gospel to undergird the Baptist message. John 1 tells us there is a man from God whose name was John. He came as a witness to testify concerning that light, so that through him all might believe. He himself was not the light. He came only as a witness to the light. He did not fail to confess, but confessed freely. I am not the Messiah. The Jewish leaders asked him, Are you Elijah? He said, I am not. Are you the prophet? He answered, No. So John was open about who he was and who he wasn't. He knew what his role in God's scheme was. What we observe next is what that was. It is interesting, each gospel writer had their own focus in relation to these prophecies about John and how he fulfilled them. Matthew only drew from Isaiah chapter 40 verse 3. Mark, however, drew from Isaiah 40, verse 3, but also from Malachi 3, 1. And then Luke went on to add verses 4 and 5 from Isaiah 40 as well. And we put it all together. This is how the prophecy about John would read. I will send a messenger ahead of you who will prepare your way, a voice of one calling in the wilderness. Prepare the way for the Lord. Make straight paths for him. Every valley shall be filled in, every mountain and hill made low. The crooked, road shall be, uh, the crooked road shall become straight, the rough ways smooth, and all people will see God's salvation. John's role was to tell people to get right with God. Get your house in order. Turn away from evil because things are about to get real. The king is coming. And you don't want him to catch you in your wickedness. The king is coming, and he will soon pass through. Do not get left behind. The king is coming, and he will exercise wrath upon his enemies. Don't remain under his judgment. Repent. Now let's shift a little bit now. God wants us to conform to his ways, his righteousness, and live as his holy people. John the Baptist exemplified this in his own life. And lots of times we pastors, we preachers, get confused and think that it's good enough just to preach the message. But John actually lived the message as well. In Luke chapter 7, 
verses 24 through 26, Jesus actually talked about John the Baptist and he asked the people, what was it that you think that you came out to see? Just a bunch of grass blown by the wind? But no, you actually came out to see a prophet, a man trying to tell you what God was saying and you wanted to hear those words because you wanted to know what God thought. And so John chose to live out the message that he was preaching. And if you're going to preach something, you also need to live it. And vice versa. If you're going to walk with the Lord, you ought to be sharing the Lord as well. So you got to be sharing it and living it and living it and sharing it. You can't just have it one way or the other. So what do I mean by this? Well, today we have heard John's message, prepare ye the way of the Lord. And we've responded by saying, yes, Lord, give me Jesus. Well, that's sufficient for salvation. Now what? Now it is time for you to prepare the way for the Lord. We need to proclaim the good news of Jesus Christ. And when I say this, one, we need to actually do it. And two, we need to understand the nature of the message we are sharing. This is not a your truth and my truth sort of thing. We are to proclaim the truth. And here is the truth. Repent, the kingdom of heaven is at hand. Repent is a command for all people. You might think you're good. By God's standard, God's holy standard, you are just as vile as the worst criminal. And whatever sin is in your life, repent from it. Turn away from your sin. The kingdom of heaven is at hand. The kingdom of heaven follows after God. And we are declaring the deity of Jesus Christ as we make this declaration. Now, people might argue about this and say that, well, the, the deity, the identity of Jesus Christ, that doesn't matter. That's inconsequential. We just need to preach to get your life right, to be walking the right way. Well, detached from Jesus' identity, his message would be absurd and powerless. The prophecy we've discussed today makes the identity of the, of the Messiah perfectly clear. If you were to open your Bibles in Isaiah to chapter 40, verse 3, and read the prophecy, it says, A messenger is calling out in the desert, Prepare the way for the Lord. Make a straight, straight road through it for our God. There is no mistaking what the prophet meant. And to make it even more clear, you will see that the word LORD is in all caps. Well, Bible translators in the Old Testament only put the word LORD in all caps when it is translated as from the divine name, which we would translate as Yahweh or Jehovah. So let us prepare the way for the Lord. Let us make straight paths for our God and may the Lord Jesus come to us. I'd like to thank you for joining me for today's sermon. My name is Bill Sang from Faith Presbyterian Church. You can join us on Sunday mornings at 1030 for our service. Don't forget to like, share, and subscribe.